You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's time for It's My Money, and It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in both 2017 and 2020. Now, I received a piece from my guest, Aaron Ruttenberg, and it says here, my five top money-saving tips. Aaron, thanks for joining me as always. My top tip is stop spending so much money, Lindsay. I mean, this is, I'm talking to myself now. Stop spending so much money on things you don't need. That's my tip. What's number one of your five? Uh, that's absolutely correct. And good afternoon to yourself and your listeners. Thank you. I couldn't agree with you more, Lindsay. It's what we always say to ourselves all the time. So therefore, we need to stick to some sort of consistency, which is actually my first point. Consistency is key. And listen, consistency to anything in life is key. So when we actually think about things such as going to the gym, you know, if your New Year's resolution is going to the gym, you know, you go to the gym after the first day, you come back, you look in the mirror, you see nothing. So you go to gym the next day, you go back home, afterwards you look in the mirror and you see nothing. So what do we do? We quit. We stop because we realize, no, this is not for us or we're impatient. And it's the same thing as well with brushing your teeth. You know, they say brush your teeth for two times a day for two minutes and people, you know, your, your teeth will fall out if you don't. Or people <laughs> that go to the dentist, you know, twice a year and don't brush your teeth, their teeth will definitely fall out. So two minutes, twice a day, every day is very good for your teeth. And okay. maybe once a, once a year you go to the dentist. Okay, so and we're then, talking about the you know, gym and fine. we're talking about the dentist and we're talking about brushing teeth. What about money, Aaron? I know you, you're leading up so to something same, here. I can sense it. Absolutely. So if you believe there's something fundamentally there that you need to commit to the regime of, such as the gym or brushing the teeth. It's the same thing with your investments. Consistency matters. But, you know, investors, and I see it every single year without failure. They are very, maybe it's due to social media and watching the news and having a phone on your fingertips, but not looking at the noise and rather just investing your money according to your strategy, whether it's monthly or, or quarterly, etc. Just enjoy the magic of compounding. Let your investments automate, just like you do brushing your teeth. You don't think about it and you don't, have to worry about it and that's the first point just consistently okay. invest over time okay so stick to your guns in other words i mean and it's absolutely right you have to have some discipline in your life and it often helps if the person that you're with your partner if you have a partner is consistently disciplined as well because on your own then you just go haywire number two is interesting because that's what i alluded okay. to in the introduction limit the luxuries i like luxuries people like luxuries people if they have the ability to have a luxury should have a luxury but not every day not even every weekend don't you think Absolutely, I agree. And there's certain luxuries that, you know, some people say don't buy because they just become expensive over time. But those luxuries, I think, are okay if they make you happy because it leads to productivity. You've probably seen articles that say, well, don't buy your coffee every day for 30 rand or in South Africa, 30 rand. And then, you know, don't buy certain things like, you know, coffee is the perfect example. So I'd rather say, you know, rather than worrying about the coffee you enjoy, focus on managing your long term goals first automatically putting your money into savings and investments each month, then after you pay those expenses, you can use what's ever left over guilt-free. You know, big fancy houses, fancy cars, they mainly finance by debt. And if you add expensive other luxuries and stuff that you don't use, then, you know, you just collectively become, or we collectively become more depressed with the adding up of that stuff. And that's what we call hedonic adaptation, which is when you get a bigger house, a nicer car, a promotion at work, and a bunch of new shoes, First, it feels good. 
but then you quickly adapt and return to your baseline level of happiness. So don't, you know, misquote me for saying don't buy a big house. Just don't forget that unnecessary, an unnecessary large home comes with unnecessary large expenses. I'm going to be the amateur psychologist here. There was a study, maybe about 10 years ago, so the numbers should be adjusted, that said that the optimal happiness income in the United States of America was approximately... 55 60,000 a year because you're aspirational still you're still looking forward to the holiday and you haven't got too much to worry about because all your expenses are paid you're looking forward to that one or two luxuries per year in terms of holidays and stuff you know what I'm talking about but once you get exactly once you get more then it becomes complicated I mean you, you become the world's richest man and you think oh, I'm sitting down I'm watching a football match I'm having a glass of wine, I've been to the gym, I've made a few phone calls, now what should I do next? Oh yes, let's go to space. It complicates your life, Aaron. 100% and that same study said, as soon as you go over that baseline level of income, then you start spending more. So with more money, more problems, more spending. Point number three, use money to buy time. A study published, you say, in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences found that spending money to save time makes you happier than spending money on material goods, which is to the point that we've just made, or you've just made. Commutes are one of the biggest contributors to life satisfaction. Time magazine, your life is terrible because you're a commuter. Uh, Psychology Today, uh, another publication, says commuting, the stress that doesn't pay. How do you buy time with your money? Well, I love this one and this is one of my personal favorites because i'm a big fan of saving time it leads to productivity which could also lead to your overall income generation that's the thing that we don't see how counterproductive it can be so if your commute is horrible Hmm. it's probably worth and to answer your question paying for a home that's closer to your work or finding a new job those are the two types of things you can do and the same thing you know if you don't have the time to clean your home because you know you're thinking oh i need to go and prepare for a meeting or do a proposal or work on some marketing that you're busy with, you know, having somebody help you by even cleaning your home, you know, however many times a week that's necessary will buy you time and productivity as, as I mentioned earlier. So what you're saying is, Aaron, that you can use money to buy time in various ways. If you're very rich, you can do it at a different level to somebody like myself who might want to just save two or three minutes and uh, I'll go through a schedule and see what I do every morning. That's a very good thing to do, by the way. How do you spend your time every day if you want to use money to buy time? But anyway, what do you do to save time and what do you use that time for? This is the other thing, because if I had more time, we wouldn't know what to do with it. What do you do? Funnily enough, I'll go and do what makes me productive in life and makes me happy. So that's what leads to my overall um, you know, productivity, which yes. leads to my overall income. It leads me to helping my clients. So those things would be, I go to the gym. I have my house cleaned. I need help for that. I will make sure that I go to that gym every day because it releases endorphins for me. It helps me make sure that I have very productive. Um, I'll get to sleep with a considerable amount of time. I do believe that it's important to to have that amount of sleep that will enable me to de-stress and to be performing at my best. And therefore, it just leads to a natural, call it a domino effect of being able to be productive. And that's what I do. Okay, that's a, that's a good point. It's a great start. Yeah, sleep is terribly, terribly important. I'm telling you, it's underrated. Your fourth point is pay yourself first. You say whether it's your offshore, local or tax incentivized investments, make sure you pay yourself first. You say you're not going to the specifics of what types of investments, but rather the concept of making sure they are maxed as much as possible, especially if your expenses are low and have time on your side. Okay, it got a bit rambly there. 
Can you explain this, please, in simple terms, Aaron? Basically, what I'm saying is whatever your strategy is, because I'm not really speaking about specifics of investments, you might have a strategy where you've got a retirement annuity, you've got an offshore investment, you've got your tax-free savings, depending what your specific strategy is, automate those investments. So don't think about them. Going back to the first point, you know, it's consistency, but consistency can be achieved just by automation. In other words, a debit order. And then you're basically saving time. You're paying yourself first. You're able to go and buy whatever you need guilt-free after you've paid yourself. And if you're saving too much, then lucky you, because you can't buy all that stuff you want. But if you wanted to buy more stuff, you can get a side hustle. You know, your future self will be thankful for rather saving and automating. Maybe you don't even look at everything. Let your financial advisor help you and show you each year how much more money you're making just by automating. And it's like what Warren Buffett said best. Do not save what is left after spending, but spend what is left after saving. Warren Buffett, and he's, um, he's done quite well for himself, apparently. The final point, the fifth point on your tips of how to save money is budget. Not everyone likes to budget, you say, myself guilty as charged, but you're a youngster, you'll learn. For me personally to save money, minimalism, you say, works a lot better than being a constant budgeter and tracking every expense. Again, you've got to explain this and put it into a nice bite-sized piece, if you would. Yes, um, Lindsay. So basically, I've mentioned I don't like budgeting. I will be the first to admit that I prefer being minimalistic. I don't buy much stuff. It's just not for me. I prefer investing myself. That's my hobby besides what I do every day. And I like to make sure I automate. I like to make sure that I just look at my expenses, see what I'm spending on, which is not very difficult if you're, minimal, if you're minimalist because you're not buying things. You're actually getting rid of things. You know, I don't really spend money on cars. I basically buy what I need, save the rest, and then look where and I track what I spend. And I love coffee every day, so I will spend on that. But the point is that I'll track that very, very you know, rarely, maybe once or twice a year, sometimes twice a year, sometimes once a year. That allows me to spend what I want because I know exactly how my specific way of life and my budget looks, especially for being a minimalist. So, you know, at least audit your expenses once a year and see where your money goes. And there's some apps that can help people. There's an app called 227 yeah. or Money Smart, which are free um, for your, or you can use the old school spreadsheet, which I don't like. The other thing is, it's going back to a couple of previous points, but also to the point that you've just made about coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker, but. If you go out to the local cafe, it can be between 30 and 50 rand per cup. The way to do it would, of course, be to say, yes, I'll do that once a week, maybe on a Monday morning and, you know, read the paper and see what's going on around me and stuff. But on the other hand, just go and buy yourself a decent coffee maker, not one of the fancy ones with the pods, but just a normal Italian one or something. Buy yourself a a decent bag of, of, of coffee and for... The 12 that you have a month, maybe, um, at the coffee shop, that's 12 times 30 is 360 rand. You can buy a bag of coffee for half that, which makes twice the amount of cups of coffee. This really has become a consumer show. Absolutely. I feel the same way as you, to a point. It doesn't have to be every day. You know, even if you buy that cup of coffee for 30 rand five times a week, um, that'll actually add up to 7,200 rand a year. Mm. 35 times a week is 150 rand and 150 rand times by four for four weeks is 600 rand a month, which gives you 7,200 rand a year. You could probably buy a machine and still have money left over. But again, it's, it comes down to preference. If you've, your personal budget allows and you've made sure to automate those investments in line with your goals, then maybe three times a week as well as buy that coffee pod maker.
like an espresso machine. Exactly right. Aaron, thank you very much for your great tips. That's Aaron Ruttenberg from Brentos Wealth, speaking to us from Johannesburg, and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.